welcome to Confrontational Millennial. And who are you? <laughs> I am Belle Mars. And I'm Nikki Alley. And for this episode, we're going to go through, it's a kind of a mini holiday spectacular. Woohoo! Yes, we're going to be going through um, gifts and debating, baby, it's cold outside. Oh, yes, there's so many opinions. <laughs> and Santa's gift list and Santa's shit list. That's right. Uh-huh. And we'll go into detail where we're going to start in first today. Um, I don't know. What Do you, do you want to do good news or bad news? Gifts or, or coal? Gifts or coal? Hmm. Let's go start with the coal. Let's start with the coal then. Um, so we need to talk about this fucker um, from Baylor that just got a four hundred dollar uh, sentencing, like a, just a, just a fine of four hundred dollars and probation yeah. and mandatory uh, therapy. Which I mean, that doesn't seem like a proper sentence to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's strange. I mean, we're natives of Texas. I think it's kind of bullshit because <clears throat> we are Texas. We just executed our 13th person in jail we are strong on like corporal punishment i mean Mm -hmm. this is the second time this happened in texas with the kid in dallas with the affluenza because he was so rich he didn't know he was doing something bad wow wow i had no idea if i knew that all these riches would make me a dumbass then i and i wouldn't have asked santa to give me millions of dollars for christmas yeah i think he's out now Oh God! Please don't let him be. Um, but let me let me look up the name of this this stupid judge that gave the sentencing. Oh, what was it? Baylor Baylor rapist case. You don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, you're gonna go for a long ass time to put college rapist list. I mean, I'm sure it would be all like here are the names of all the white men that you were looking for. Did you Google be like? Did you mean? White men. <laughs> be all like, oh, how did you? Oh know? wait, he used to be at Baylor, and then he went to UT. The guy, the the one that uh, that yeah. just got sentenced. Yeah, that's wow. from like a couple hours. Jacob Anderson, I believe, is the kid's name. Oh, Jacob Anderson, gross. Just sounds oh, like yeah. a- the former Baylor fraternity president accused of raping in nineteen. I don't know why we have to um, why we have to say that he's a former Baylor president. Like I don't give a fuck if he was the president <laughs> of the United fucking States. Um, he still deserves to be in jail. Yes, um, he still deserves to be in jail because right now a woman who uh, killed her rapist because he was going to fucking rape her is going to jail for fifty one years, even though like she did this when she was fifteen years old, and again. I would like to reemphasize she was going to be fucking raped, okay? Let me just put that out there, okay? But because she's a woman and we're America and we hate women, and because she's a woman of color, because it's bad enough to be a woman, but you also have to have brown skin, you stupid bitch, you're going to go to jail for 51 years. That's just great. That's a great message. Yeah, because I'm not sure. Well, I have a background in... Well, but I do think, okay, if you're probably defending yourself, I'm thinking there should be some merit to that. And I'm yeah. guessing as there has been some previous knowledge. So I'm thinking, yeah, I can see the outbreak from there. I'm not sure. I need to read more in the days. I know I'm horrible at research. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so now he used to go to Baylor. He went to UT Dallas. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing now he left UT Dallas. I'm thinking... I'm not sure why the court system, especially, let me emphasize this again. This is Texas. Right. Gun hole on the death penalty and mm-hmm. pull your pants up. Ted Cruz is bullcrap. 
Well, let me let me let me point out all the people that need to be blamed for this stupid sentencing. Okay, first of all, prosecutor Hillary LeBroad. Um, you are the fucking worst. You traitorous bitch. Um, first, she needs to be called out. Uh, let me see. What is the name of the judge? I, I don't... Judge Ralph Schroeder. Yeah, that fucker. Um, you, you too. You also need to be taken off the bench because you're a pathetic sad sack of human being. And I hate you. Um, and, and let me find out, let me find out who Santoya Brown's, uh, What's what her her judge was, so I can be even more angry. See, this is why why y'all do this to me. Yeah, okay? I'm thinking kind of like with the OJ Simpson case. I'm thinking you just need to learn how to play the system. He learned how to play the system. This is I true. mean, he said, okay, he plead no contest instead of pleading guilty. Right. So therefore, he does not like talk about his case and probably just talk all this stuff. And he doesn't even have to like register as a sex offender. That's that's nice. That must be nice for him. Like, you just, I'm pretty sure, I heard something the other day about a case. Wait, well, no, it was him that he didn't have to register as a sex offender. Yeah, he, um, yeah. reading from the New York Times, aka, as our president always said, the failing New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yeah, so, um, okay, his plea would never show up or be tried to. So now I think he's on probation right now. I don't know fucking why. Pay only pay $400 to find 10 counseling. Pay never show up on his record. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. In Texas, if he does, was found guilty, he'll probably go there for two to 20 years. So this is bullcrap. So I can understand. So the in, the entire South has basically failed us all because not only did they not convict this man and make him go to jail like he should have, they also convicted Santoya Brown and um, did just fuck you, Tennessee. Fuck you. I don't like you. I, you're, you're the worst. I can't even, I can't find this judge's name right now. They're probably uh, somewhere, but I just can't find it. And I just, mm, I'm so irritated. Yeah, Baylor's trash. Baylor is trash. Yeah, your boyfriend did say that on Facebook. Yeah. He did. I commented on it and he was like, well, Baylor's trash. So, And I'm like, <laughs> that makes me feel a little better. Thank you. Maybe the med school's good, <laughs> but everything else. I'm sorry, Baylor. Baylor's trash. And I'm not saying this is being salty. I'm just trying to be honest. Saying what it is. So. I'm just saying, yeah, like I almost went to Baylor and then I realized that they wanted me to pay like almost like 50 like was this 40 or 50 thousand dollars to go to church and i'm like mm, i already do that i don't need to do that <laughs> like i well you would have to pay to go to church not like just suggest well you have to have mandatory you have to take mandatory whatchamacallit classes oh, like mandatory uh the theology class Why can't yeah i, I mean theology? st thomas was like that but even yeah. so just, St. Thomas is not that bad. Mom. Yeah, no, they were like, they made you take so many requirements. And I'm like, mm, I don't want to. <laughs> so I didn't. Um, but yeah, I can't find the name of that judge. Maybe later I will. But right now, I just, I can't talk about this anymore because my blood pressure is going to go up and um, <laughs> can't be doing that. My doctor says I can't be doing that shit. So moving on. Um, Should we, speaking of rapists, let's go talk about something offensive. Baby, it's cold outside. Mm -hmm. And I've been reading several reports that some radio station might be pulling that from themselves. From their pulling it from their, oh, I didn't know that. Um, well, it's bigger stuff. I mean, there's still some, because I remember 
one of our local radio station was playing Baby's Cold Outside. I was shopping at Big Lux, and mm-hmm. I'm just thinking of that funny sketch by Key and Peele. Oh, I love Key and Peele. <laughs> and then she ended up beating him up. So I'm thinking, so is it uh, sexist? Is it kind of date rapey, or is it not? Well, to to preface this, um, let's do some facts. Um, Baby's Cold Outside won an Academy Award, by the way, like... Uh, and it was written by Frank Lossier, I don't know if I said that right, in 1944 um, and gained widespread recognition in 1949 when it was performed in the film Neptune's Daughter. Thanks, Wikipedia, for that uh, that, that, that information. Um, and so um, I don't even, like, how many recordings are there? I wonder how many recordings. I'm pretty sure there's over 100 recordings of Baby It's Cold Outside. Every single person almost who made a Christmas album with like a duet has been like, yeah. oh, let's do baby, it's cold outside. Like just so uh how do you feel? Like how do you feel? Well, at first, of course, I used to be a hardcore tumble arena social justice warrior. I thought this is kind of date rapey, thinking, hey, what's in this green? I just want to go outside. No, it's cold. Stay <laughs> in my place. <laughs> and um and it was made in 1944. <laughs> Yeah, so, so, and I guess in this age of Me Too, but recently I was reading, also reading this article by NPR, it was saying that the song was actually written by a woman, mm. and that she wanted to have these man's advances towards her, uh, so of course she wants to play it off, because she didn't want to seem like this floozy girl, like, hey, what's in this like drink? Like desperate or something, yeah. It's orange juice, ma'am. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't want to play, be a floozy, so I'm thinking kind of like, okay, then I really must go, but you know, I kind of like you kind of playing coy about it so i'm guessing the original meaning was probably just be um play coy about probably mm-hmm. a guy coming on to you when i'm guessing okay that sounds a lot less misogynistic especially yeah. in this age me too yeah. and the guy's not trying to like date raper no it's cold your car snowed in mm-hmm. take some more <laughs> take some more wine <laughs> Um, I don't know, like, I think I feel like I'm on the fence about it, like, it's cool now to know that, like, a woman wrote it, but I think, uh, I think, but part of me is kind of like, you know how we're, as women, we are kind of, like, conditioned to be all, like, to want a man's attention, and then even when we don't, we feel like we kind of still have to, like, we, we delicately, like, say yes, or no, or we were like, we're like, no, but we really like, if you convince us hard enough, we'll just give in and just do whatever you want. Like, so I don't know. I don't know like that. I think it's like so date rapey, but I think it's really hard for people to just kind of like come to terms with the fact, like come to terms with the fact that like um, this woman was like, no. And he was like, well, bitch, I don't give a fuck what you say. You're going to stay here. Okay, here, have some more goddamn wine, woman. Okay. What if you get pneumonia and die? I love that part, but I also am just like, bitch. <laughs> He's like, think about lifelong sorrow if you got pneumonia and died. And it's just kind of like, hey, how dare you? So I don't know. I kind of, it's a it's a cute song, but at the same time, it's just like, a, um, if a man ever sang that song to me, I'd be like, bitch, if you don't, like, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh my god. The answer is no. Have you heard the uh the version? There's this like family on YouTube that made this version called Baby Go Outside. Um I can't remember what their name is. You see how unprepared we are, guys. Um, <laughs> um I put it in my feed. Hold on. Where the fuck is it? Um ah! The Holderness family. Mm. They did a whole the Holderness family. It's baby, it's cold. Baby just go outside. Auntie's like, I really can't stay. And he's like, you can go. You can leave. <laughs> like, you are in control. I will not make you oh, do anything. Oh, it wasn't written by a woman. It was written, uh, were written a woman with a good reputation. Has to protest a man's advances to be able to actually welcome them. So, sorry. I need to retract that statement. I misinterpreted. It wasn't written by a woman. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, didn't I just say it was written by a man? Yeah, I don't know. I got, Wikipedia could lie to me. I don't know. Yeah, it was NPR. <laughs> I just misread. It says it was written by a woman. Written a woman that has a good reputation. That was written by a woman with a bad reputation. I'm thinking, what type of woman is named Frank? Oh, Frankie. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. See, this is like. So it's all about like. It's it's weird too to think about because. You know, when people say we're going to get married, oh, I'm going to make an honest woman out of you or something. And like this idea that we have to be like, no, no. And you're just like, you hear no. And you're like, what I hear you saying is. (laughs) Yes. You say no, but your body says yes. Your eyes say yes. Or your lips are delicious. They're saying yes to me. You're, they may be saying no, but they taste like yes. Like, what? <laughs> like no. Like, yeah, so the song takes place at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. She said I had to go outside, but you know it's cold. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing the feminist, um, <laughs> some people say because she keeps saying no. And he's like, yes. stay with me. But I'm guessing a feminist that, okay, she wants to be with this guy. But, you know, it's 1944. You can't just be, like, staying over dude's houses. People yeah. got to talk. Yeah, because that's what she says. She's like, think of the things that people would imply. And it's just kind of like, bitch, if you don't want to be there, like, <laughs> like, just so, it's just kind of like, I would have been like, drive me home. Like, if you're so, like, uh, but like, I think like, I don't know. I think it's like an opportunity to be able to say, like, you look at the song and then you go, well, this just proves that we need to teach women and we or we need to encourage women to be like no means no bye <laughs> like you know like and you don't have to give in just because you like this guy and you don't want him to not like you and you don't want him to think that you're like a prudish like sort of right. like bitch or something <laughs> like who won't stay at his place and this that and the other and don't let him spin it around and make it seem like oh I'm just doing this for your health no for my health I need to go home my mama gonna beat my ass okay <laughs> that's that's my health, all right? <laughs> so, yeah, but also that <laughs> let's see what's going to go with them. Guessing because I'm guessing there's not really as much pressure to stay as one thinking, okay, if you want to stay at a guy's house, stay at a guy's house is right. not really as much taboo since we openly talk about sex so much in this culture. Yes. Um, so I'm thinking if you do want to stay with a guy and thinking, oh no, I was drunk, I'm thinking if you want to just go with it. Yeah. Stay safe. Right. Just be safe, my be safe, my ladies. That's that's the basic takeaway of this. Just be safe. Um, okay, so let's not beat a dead horse. <laughs> Don't say that to PETA too loud. Um, I'm gonna beat the horse. Fuck you, PETA. Yeah, but. PETA, what the fuck? We're kind of not to we're not even gonna go into that shit. Okay, so um 
Ooh, do you want to talk about fentanyl? All right. Fentanyl. It's apparently now, friends. I say that, but I don't even know how much I have to say about fentanyl, except it's now being classified as the most dangerous drug in America, even more than heroin. Apparently, like, heroin has lost. Poor heroin. You've now lost the game. It's, It's fentanyl. It's all about fentanyl. Yeah, so a lot of these drugs, and of course, it's the war on drugs. Mm-hmm. And of course, which I remember watching this documentary called 13th mm-hmm. on a Netflix. Which talks- I still have to watch it, but I know I'm going to get super angry. And <laughs> so I just have to mentally prepare myself. Yeah, so I'm guessing a lot of these drugs, especially, are sadly prescribed by doctors. So, yes. like, um, Oxycontin, barbiturates, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. these are legal drugs. Yeah. And of course, I might want to pull this card prescribed predominantly to white people. And yeah. that's considered a public health. Um, yeah, this is only a problem because white people are dying. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of like, like in the 80s, there was this issue with crack cocaine. Mm-hmm. So kind of like black people uses crack, white people uses cocaine. So let's go criminalize crack, evidently. Probably mm-hmm. get more of those um, Negroes in jail. Oh, yes. That's that's really what they that they want. But, I mean, the whole point of fentanyl is that you got to, you, if you're going to use it, you got to use it right. And you got to watch the dosage right. of what your doctor gives you. Because they're, like, I've heard stories about doctors having incentives on prescribing you more right. than you need from these drug companies so they can make more money. Like, and so, like, you gotta, you gotta be wary. Like, I feel like, and I feel like if this happens, it should be traced back to the doctor. Like, if you have been, it's like you OD on fentanyl or something, and you should be able to trace it back, like, who is your doctor? It was this person. He just prescribed it to you. Okay, why are you prescribing this dosage to this person? Well, it also takes into consideration, are people taking the prescribed dose? Thinking, right. You know what? This dose isn't, this doctor wouldn't talk about, maybe you take a little bit extra, then you kind of get addicted. Right, right, right. So I'm thinking, yeah, also doctors probably need to um, get involved in that. And also pharmacists as well, because, you know, they also have the drugs and also the drug companies thinking, okay, it's addictive. Maybe we should make this less addictive. Right. But for the drug companies, like, there's no incentive to, like, unless somebody cracks down on them and is like, hey, you need to stop, like like trying to push the shit down everybody's throats like they're not going to do anything they're not going to change their ways they're just going to point fingers and be like oh it was the doctor oh it was the person oh it was this other person yeah. so uh, you need like you need to you need to trace it down to the source you need to go to the pharmacist you need to go to doctors you need to go to the drug companies you need to go to the personal history and you yeah. need to look at all of that because if you actually want people to stop ODing on this drug you have to actually take steps Right. to crack down on it. Mm-hmm. So, according to the Washington Post, the fentanyl rise started traced back to like the 1990s mm-hmm. with they start introducing this new opioid oxycontin that was marketed as safer and less prone to abuse than other medications. Mm-hmm. But then they kind of like spiral there, then opioid prescribed for a wide range of ailments. So it's kind of like doctors, and it is an issue with doctors kind of oversight, like, Oh, uh, you know, I hurt myself here. He's an oxycontin. Right. Okay, here's this opioid, and then just gets crazy, and then they go into like to doctors, spends in like pill mills, as they put it, uh, and then officials reduce the illegitimate prescriptions, street price of painkiller sore. So they said, you know what? Instead of like going doing it in a legal way, just go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Might just be cheaper. 
So probably just go do risky behaviors like when you get a car crash, that'll give you some drugs. And, oh, yeah. and then since heroin's not as high, people's um, tolerance for drugs just kind of gets higher and higher. Mm-hmm. So then also people are getting fentanyl-laced heroin. Uh, so you get even higher. Uh, so it's, it's just, like, just a spiral. Yeah. Yeah. Man, okay. Yeah, guys, be careful out there, dude. You just, you have to, like, my mom always says, because she's super, like, my mom has had, like, some health problems, so she's super, like, she cones in on these things, and she makes sure, like, if her, like, her doctor prescribes or something, or they want to do some sort of, like, procedure or treatment on her, she looks up all the gutting facts on that thing. Like, she's like, what's the likelihood I'm going to get addicted? What's the likelihood I'm not going to be able to recover? How long is it going to take? Why? What's an alternative? What's this? What's that? So I feel like you have to do your research, guys. Like, you have to. Like, so if you're being prescribed fentanyl, and you need to make sure, like, is this what I really need to be taking? And you need to make sure, like, how, what is an appropriate dose? Like, if you have to go to more than one doctor, go to more than one doctor. Right. Like, because you're, I mean, I know it's some money and, you know, like, we don't all have that kind of, but, like, your life is worth more than a couple dollars. So, right. yes. Okay, is that enough sadness? Are you, are you yeah, tired of sadness? <laughs> we did 21 So, yeah, I think sadness. it does depend on the personality, the drugs, mm-hmm. how much the dose. Because I probably need to say a little bit more uh, pharmacology, realize there could be other painkillers, probably even like natural things. Because yes. one of the things I could probably think of is probably like heroin, which can probably be held. And, of course, people don't die from weed. I yes. mean, unless you lace the weed with something else. Right, but, right, right. Just going to the whole weed debate, though I am not a weed user, and I actually like did a job for a while testing for drugs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking there are a lot of good benefits for it, especially yeah. like with epilepsy and like yes. pain. Mm-hmm. So, um, is Jeff Stephan still in there? I don't know. I have to keep up. There's a giant ass turnover in this administration. Oh my god, I don't know. I don't think is he? I don't think he is. Is he? He's probably if he's not fired today, he'll be fired tomorrow. Just Jeff Sessions still in the White House. Yeah, the Keyboard The Keyboard Oh, yeah, he's forced out since November. Oh, yeah. see? That's what I thought. I thought I had heard something about how he was not there anymore. So there you go. Yeah, he's like a hard ass on drugs. And, of course, a lot of states are getting it legalized. So, therefore, you don't want to, like, go to the corner or mm-hmm. going to other places. But, of course, I can also argue on the same time, like, the people who are in the legal weed business are white people and right. people and black people who've been charged with drug crimes are still in jail. I yes. think all you need to get For that sorted out. Shit. So I'm guessing depressing is aside, let's move on to a lighter subject. Yeah, like uh, in good news today, San Francisco is, has created its first transgender district. Ooh. Yes, so that's exciting. I... I was like, well, I've read this wrong first. Like I told, <laughs> I told Belle earlier. I was like, oh, they created their first uh, uh, gay district, and she's like, what? San Francisco doesn't have a gay district. I was like, I know we have one, and they don't have one. That makes no sense. But then I, I read it wrong. It's a transgender district. Um, it says a special cultural district for transgender persons, marking its first legal transgender district created anywhere in the world, mm. which is nice. So good job, San Francisco. Um, I am completely, uh, behind this. I love it. Um, and I wish all of the success and that nobody tears down, um, your dreams, friends. Yes. Cause and I love it. 
also an uplifting news, which I saw on Reddit, that us millennials are driving the worldwide shift away from meat. All right. Yay, us. I love when we ruin things. <laughs> <laughs> so, according to the article that I guess we're probably just going more towards plant-based alternatives, and I'm guessing there's a lot of reason why millennials are doing it because maybe the food source, mm-hmm. maybe, okay, if you come from an unsafe slaughterhouse, we Right, do the it. conditions that they lived in. Um, animal welfares. I mean, I do think you should treat animals with respect. I mean, I'm I'm against PETA, but right. I do think you have to depend. There's this extremist. Um, yeah. like I'm not gonna grab a rose by the thorns. I'm sorry, the shit hurts. Yes. Um, <laughs> and don't give a bird a scone. I'm pretty sure birds can't eat scone. And second, like, why the fuck the birds are just gonna follow me home? Like, I don't <laughs> like. I like birds, but I don't want them to be my pets. But anyway, that's our topic. Yeah. And another <laughs> issue why we kind of make uh, it's like the environmental impacts. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm thinking, but it's not purely millennials, but I think it's great. Probably, I mean, I still eat meat. I right. still love meat, like I chicken and steak and carnivorous shit. Carnivorous family. I can't <laughs> escape. Why? My cousin tried to go like vegan or vegetarian twice, and it she did not. It didn't work. So, <laughs> so I'm thinking if they're probably going to create some new meat sources that probably doesn't damage the dying environment. Yeah, like the, the environment that we're all killing um, as we speak. But mostly, but not uh, mostly not us though. Mostly yeah. the big companies. Like, let's get that straight, okay? <laughs> They're over here, like, oh, conserve water. Oh, don't use as many like what you call it spray, like like salt sprays yeah. and shit. And it's like, but bitch, you're dumping like thousands and thousands <laughs> of like gallons of toxic shit into the water. You're like burning thousands of pounds and tons of like nastiness into the air. Do you know I had a roommate? That, like, when I was in college, she was taking this class that was, like, explaining why the sky was, like, changed different colors and shit. She's like, do you know the only reason that the sky does that is because we fucked it up? And I was like, no. I thought the sky was just naturally pretty because God loved us. And she's like, no. (laughs) It's because Yes, because also I work for a big giant name oil company, mm-hmm. and I swear every time I like, drive by one that we're fine, which is like one of the biggest in the U.S. or possibly in the world, uh-huh. um, there's always like a giant cloud of freaking like smoke, Bruh. and it just smells like sulfur. Oh, yeah. And I really don't trust the water or like the plants there because uh-huh. I'm thinking I see the fish died. Yes. So I'm thinking oil companies probably need to step up. Listen, there's a reason that Pasadena is called Stinkadena. Okay? <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, do you have any more news? Um, Let's see. Any uplifting. more uplifting news? Um, I had some more bad news, but we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, okay. We can probably talk about this wonderful story of friendship. Ooh, friendship. So, yes. After his best friend died, a 12-year-old boy from Michigan actually raised $2,500 for his friend's headstone. That's it's that's so sad that his friend died, but it's so great that he was yeah, able it's to just raise like, That sounds like a really sweet thing to probably reach out. Yes. And also something to probably tickle your funny bone. And mm-hmm. apparently a car thief in Canada, mm-hmm. well, a Canadian car thief, stole a vehicle but then returned it with a full tank of gas. I'm thinking if someone did that, I'm thinking, you know what, dude? I ain't mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> I mean, like, I'll send you a Christmas card. Like, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> like, thank you so much for filling up my gas tank. 
I mean, sucks that you took it, but you know what? That saved me some money. Saved I mean, me put some, some air in the tire because you know it gets cold. So. Right. So, I mean, listen, I love it. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, so carjackings usually don't end well, but this place takes in Nova Scotia. Uh-huh. A woman called police on December night to report that her vehicle has been stolen from a parking lot. The owner of the vehicle said that she parked. Next to an identical vehicle she said was driving. When she returned back from shopping, her vehicle was gone. But it turns out the person who stole the car didn't mean to take it at all. Oh, okay. We said the other boy was a part of the business, climbed into the wrong vehicle, which was identical to his, and drove off. Somehow his key fob managed to work on the other car and unlocked it. What? The man soon discovered he was in the wrong way and immediately returned it, but filled up the gas first. The only wow. vehicles then were being used for gas and all as well. Talk wow, so Canadian. That's so heartwarmingly Canadian. I love it. Thanks, Canada, for uplifting my day and lowering my blood pressure. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I mean, I got some hosers. I mean, we both have the same car. <laughs> I love this. I love this Agreed. accent you've taken on. It just is great. Okay. Oh, we can end on the Selena Netflix Ooh. show that's uh, about to take place. From what I have heard, Selena's getting her own. Is it a mini series? Selena um, Quintanilla Perez. Yeah. So for those of you who doesn't, who are not from Texas or who are not Hispanic, or do live Selena, under a rock. <laughs> Is a Mexican American legend. She was the I think she was the only first and only Latina to win a Grammy. And actually, she brought more Mexican Americans in the forefront. I mean, she even really had like her own Coke um advertising because people thought, okay, then maybe we could talk more to Mexican Americans, put them on the forefront. And even Beyonce was inspired by her. And mm -hmm. Selena. Um, Gomez was actually named after uh, Selena. Of course she was. I mean, like, yeah. So it says, according to this article from HuffPost, um, it, this is uh, this is development collaboration with Netflix and the Quintanilla family, um, who mm. are serving as executive producers. Um, twenty twenty is the possible. It's possible we're going to get this show. Um, and of course, there's no like solid anything yet. There's picked no actresses, nothing or that we know of. We've picked no actresses. I wonder if J Lo was like, I'll be Selena again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But like, uh, yeah, so we don't really know anything else about it. I just hope that they do her justice because like you know all of the where is Netflix? The Texans will all go down there. Everyone from Texas will like beat down this door. <laughs> If this is a terrible series and like try to shoot someone, okay? Well, that's how Selena died. She was shot for a person. Listen, there will probably be someone who loves Netflix too. <laughs> and they'll be like, you bitch. You yeah, bitch. I mean, some, there was some controversy for her when they cast J-Lo. I'm thinking, what does J-Lo, a Puerto Rican, know about being Mexican-American? But then they showed her, so hope. But it is with Quintanilla family, so yeah. And so was the Selena movie, which came out I think like two years after her death. It was in 1997, I think. Yeah. And I think I she saw. died in like 96. Is it 96? Yes. Or 95? So. I don't remember if it was like a, the year after we were born, or yeah, because I think because she died in 96. Bidi bidi bum bum. Um. Oh yeah, they don't they don't show it right there. I know. Yeah. 
Oh, she died in '95. So That's what I two thought. Years. I was like, "Is it five? Or I didn't remember if it was the year we were born or the year after we were born. But yeah, man, oh, Selena. All right. Well, uh, it's Christmas. So, um, so for those of you around the holidays, we need to like buy gifts. Yes, gifts. Or probably going to holiday parties, so yes. or celebrating you. I mean, there's. I mean, how do you buy gifts for someone who has everything? Oh yeah, that's those are the worst people to buy for. How how do you buy gifts for someone who has everything? My suggestion is you ask them what the fuck they want. <laughs> okay, that's my favorite way to get um get to to figure out what somebody wants. So here we go, the how tos for the holidays. Gift buying edition. All right. All right. So, obviously, first tip, just ask them what the fuck they want. That's what I do every year. Right. Um, I have to I have to pry my parents' teeth from <laughs> their mouths until they tell me. Like, I have to torture them until they tell me what they want. Like, they act like they don't know anything. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? So, um, yes, ask them what they want. Um, and if they say something like my dad always says, like, world peace, then you just get them technology if they're a man. <laughs> Um, if they're a woman, I would suggest not getting them a fucking vacuum. Um, uh, that's a, that's great. Um, what? But like you know, the regular kind of gifts are like what jewelry for women. What else yeah. would you say, Belinda? Is something that women? Well, soaps or perfumes yeah. are always nice, or like stuff for our hair. Yeah. Like since we both have curly hair, I think. Um, Carol's daughter is especially good for curly hair. Yeah, I use a uh, Shea Moisture. Yeah, that's also like, if you want to give well. us a, a shout out, Shea Moisture, we could use this sponsor. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Um, you yeah, or like a massage gift card. No, yeah. heaven knows that if your woman has kids or even just you, she has a whole bunch of shit on her back, so she yes. needs it to get rubbed out. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Um, makeup, which is always nice. Makeup is always nice for the ladies who like makeup. Uh, let's see what else. Let's see nail stuff, and I'm guessing for me for the tips in general. I mean, if you can't find anyone, and probably if you're broke, I'm thinking probably fuck it, do it yourself. The ultimate gift yes. is gift cards. If they love to go to Starbucks, yes. Starbucks gift card. If they love to go to Amazon, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's $10, $25. Thinking, you know what, $25 off, or the hell, I'm going to buy something useless like, I don't know, a seat warmer, yeah. an elf on a shelf. Listen, that's $25. I didn't have to spend. Yeah. And, girl, listen, do you know how many white people love Starbucks? Okay. <laughs> One year in high school, I was gifted like a Starbucks gift card from like a white elephant game. And then I had another white elephant game right after that period. So I didn't want it because I don't give a fuck about Starbucks. So like I submitted it as like a present. And do you know how many times that chick got stolen? It got stolen in like four turns. <laughs> okay. Like, and I was like, wow. <laughs> yes, white people love Starbucks. Yeah. Or really, in general, basic bitches love Starbucks. Basic bitches love Starbucks. So, yeah, give them, I'm giving my brothers, that's all they asked for was gift cards. And I was like, here you go, bitch. I can give you gift cards all day long. Um, uh, let's see. What else? What's another? Well, another one for the ladies is probably gift cards to Victoria's Secret. Oh, yeah, we always need panties in our Yes. Yeah. And also bras for me. I probably need to get me more sets of bras because, you know cheap ones the wire always hits you so. yeah yeah and but for the ladies that don't like victoria's secret because like you have 
bigger tits like I do and they don't or if you're fit. smaller side yeah. you don't like padding yes you can there's tons of boutique shops that you can go to yeah um I personally like Soma am I wearing a bra no I'm not but <laughs> I like Soma um right. I like it when that shit goes on sale um but there's like a ton of different places you can go to um for men uh you can get some technology they like uh, the toys like that, like a uh, yeah. But also, I'm a gal who does like playing video games and yes. anime. So I'm guessing for book lovers in general, um, Barnes and Noble's always nice. Yes, or, mostly because they like kicked borders to the curb. <laughs> well, borders need to evolve. They didn't evolve. So yes, Barnes and Noble. I fucking love Barnes and Nobles. Um, what else? Um, oh, well, of course, and especially for guys that they shave, like shaving kits, because oh, yeah. I am dating a guy with a beard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also roasted on him when he shaved his hair with like a gay Ned Flanders. But <laughs> Oh, yeah, I said worse to him. So I I'm... still love you, babe. Uh-huh. Yay. <laughs> so awesome. shaving thing, anything that they can help with their beard is mm-hmm. always great because, you know, sometimes they make want a nice little shave. Jojoba oil, and also be careful about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, especially with people, you can never go wrong with food. Oh yes, please, like give me food. Uh, I I am hungry. Um, I think I think a good one uh, that like people don't think about for men is like getting them like gift cards to maybe get like pedicures and pedicures. Ah, yeah. Men don't think about self care enough. Like <laughs> y'all need lotions and and shit and like yeah. good smelling soaps that don't just smell like gunmetal and blood or something. Like you just <laughs> you need to actually like don't get an all in one conditioner and shampoo shit. Like do like care about your body, okay? So that I can rock on it. <laughs> so yeah, because I find a lot of stuff like soap is marketed to guys as like. 19 in one thing. Yeah. Soap, conditioner, motor oil, yeah. stuff for your car, yes. armpits, and everything. Yeah, it's like they're like they're like clean your floor with it and then <laughs> wash your hair with it. And it's like, what? <laughs> no. Um you and your dog, you wash it on your car. Exactly. They wash you, wash your dog, wash your car. No, like y'all need to get like get like 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 good things for like your face. Like, get, like, soft lotions for your hands. Bath and Body Works is your friend, okay? Yes. I love the scents at Bath and I yes. love them. I have a couple male scents. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I smell like whatever I want. Yes, I love the scented stuff. I mean, every time I, like, go to, like, either a Whole Foods or, like, Bed Bath & Beyond or whatever, I just have to smell things like, oh, my God, bath bombs. Oh, my God, candles. Yes. I mean, I just love the nice smelling ones. Candles is always nice for me. I'm thinking when the power goes out, I like having scented candles so <laughs> I can smell to make sure which one's mine, thinking this is mine. It smells like a mountain mist. Yes. Uh, okay, so we've covered family, kind of. For dudes, I would also recommend video games if they like video yeah. games. Also for girls, just get the fucking video games. Get a Nintendo Switch, although that shit is expensive. Yes. It's like $300. Um, I mean, if you love gaming, they don't have a system, go for it. Because, I mean, I my family has a Nintendo Switch. Mostly my brother plays it, but I play it. It's hella nice. You uh-huh. can take it anywhere. Yeah. I feel like an, an endorsement for Nintendo. Well, I mean, Nintendo can hit us up too. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, so <laughs> I'm thinking it's portable. It's nice. You can play it on the TV. But if not, you can just move it on, play like a regular game system. Mm-hmm. And it's small. You can fit it like in a little bag. Yeah, I like mean, what I have, a pencil bag. Right? Yeah, like a, like a typical pencil bag. I just carry that around. I mean, but especially, why doesn't it like, 
companies do that. Like they release video games around finals, fuck people over. Yeah, because they will, because they know Christmas is coming. They're like, your children want something to do. Here's a game system. Like they, they know how to get us to buy shit. Um, yeah, Smash Ultimate is great. I can't wait to play that. I already love it. I haven't even fucking played it yet. <laughs> yeah, I played a little bit of it. I can't wait for the DLC characters with like Persona 5, um, Ren, aka Jokers coming from it. I'm just going to call him Joker, which I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, it's an older game, Mario Odyssey. I, I just love that song, Jump mm-hmm. Up Super Smash. Here we go. Um, and it's just really just a relaxing game. It's kind of gone around New Donk City. So I guess in video games is always nice. But I'm guessing with like someone like my brother who has like every video game system, it's really hard to shop for him. Yeah. So also this gift couch for like the e store or yeah. probably just introduce a series that he probably someone didn't play or even yeah. think about. Yes. So probably like popular game. Well, Fortnite's free, so I don't know about that. Yeah, Fortnite or, is. A- also, another thing is probably focus on experiences. Yes, yes. If you don't know what to get me, just buy me a plane ticket somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like, I want to travel. I like those things. I think, um, yeah, I think experience would probably be better if, like, you're, like, a new couple. Like, that's us. Like, when yeah. you get, like, a new boyfriend or a girlfriend. Yes. Um, Belinda, what, what, what did you... And your boyfriend do the first Christmas y'all were together. Well, because well, we didn't really do much. I mean, I think after I think it was after Christmas or before Christmas, I was introduced to him to my family and went uh-huh. well. And I actually he wanted to get this shirt that says Tabasco on it. Uh-huh. I couldn't find it, so I made it online. So I so one hundred percent unique shirt that only he had. There you go. So I designed something because I like to be sentimental. Sometimes he drops hints like, you know, this shirt looks really nice. I kind of want this shirt. I probably want this hat. And he was telling me because we we're chatting today, he saw this one hat in uh, Smash Ultimate that one of the Inklings had. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking probably get him that this year. Uh-huh. And so... So what I did, we just got basic gifts, and he just got me like a crap load of T-shirts and some candy. Mm-hmm. So, because I did mention that I did like Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. with Jack Skellington, so I got like a bunch of shirts from that. Right. And it's like forward backwards. So this year, I'm thinking I'm not sure what to do. Hopefully, um, so I'm probably just get him a couple shirts, maybe an experience for our next anniversary, because yeah. I know it'll probably be two years next year. Yeah. Pardon me if I had the money, maybe a road trip to oh. San Antonio. Oh, that would be nice. That's cute. See, take notes, friends. <laughs> That's what relationship goals. Well, Six Flags especially, because, yes. I mean, we live in, well, we're around in Houston. We used to have Afterworld. Yeah. I used to love that place. I've only been there like twice. But then they shut it down, I think, like, early 2000, 2010. Yeah, like, we, we were super young. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. I, I yawned. But, we, <laughs> yeah, we were, like, super young. They shut it down. And I was like, my childhood. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, see, that's what that's cute. Like, if you're a new couple and, like, you don't have a lot of money like most millennials <laughs> do, you just get each other, like, experiences. And you yeah. save them money or you get nice things. Now, I have a different situation. <laughs> So what do you do if you are acquaintances? Like you 
or like so this can vary in range like oh you're talking to a guy or something mm-hmm. and they were like let's exchange gifts or somebody gets you a gift and they didn't tell you and you're like oh fuck what do I do now so for me this is a be a funny story for y'all um, <laughs> I was t- actually talking to the guy I'm talking to like yesterday or the day before or something like that and he's like what are you getting me for Christmas and I was like bitch I'm getting you a hug because <laughs> I have no money and it was, he was just like cool and then so it's just like you know what do something out of your comfort zone if you're right. just acquaintances like get to know each other better like like come up with something interesting be like oh do you like so if your acquaintance is like I got you a gift and you're like okay we'll get them something small like get yeah. them a like if you don't know them that well and you don't know when to get them give them a gift card or be all like hey I didn't get you a gift but do you want to go to this concert with me mm. or do you want to go to this uh like a like a your favorite restaurant or something with me like really thinking ahead if you're thinking about events yeah yeah well I mean like it could be friends or it could be like yeah the guy like a guy or a girl you're talking to like uh like the, that way you can see how they react in social situations mm-hmm. and you can see what they like and what they don't like so right. yeah that's what I that's what I'd say so yeah. anything else you well, want to wrap for up me to just like pussy out with a gift card um <laughs> Cause it's always safe if you don't know what to get. I'm just thinking, probably just pay attention to signs, or probably just yeah. if you're really crafty, probably do something like sentimental. That's what our friend does every year. Like anyway, our friend. Yeah, she knows she's what's really like. talented. She like knitted us some sweaters one year. Well, like scarves. scarves yeah. yeah, one year. Mm-hmm. I saw that scarf, and she's making our logo this year. Thanks, Chrissy. Yes. Uh, so heart hint heart. K-pop heart, finger hearts, yay! Um, so uh, that about wraps it up. You don't have any other? Do you have any other tips for our friends? Yeah, so I'm thinking just kind of pay attention to signs. Some people are very blatant in what they want. Like yes. I want this. Yes. So other people's like I don't know. So I'm thinking probably a probably get them a gift card, which is an easy way out. Or B probably think outside the box. Mm-hmm. My brother, he has every video game. So I decided. You know what? I'm probably take a different direction. There is a stand-up of this group called Impractical Jokers, who we absolutely love. Oh, they love that show so much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, four fans that compete to embarrass them, they're coming to Sugarland. So I decided to probably get him some tickets to that. And well, I also low keys also for myself because I'm going to go. Right. You mean that's what I'm saying? Like experience. It's like yeah, that's what you. And it's cute. Brother, sister, bond. Yep. All right, so uh, let's move on to our last segment where we talk about Christmas advice from Reddit. Real quick before we do, though, while Belinda is looking up a great question for us to, to answer, um, I have set up the um, the email address for you to send us your questions. Um, it is allconfrontation at gmail.com. That's A-L-L-C-O-N. F-R-O-N-T-A-T-I-O-N. I spelled that right, right? <laughs> At gmail.com. So uh, make sure you send us that. Please don't send us weird shit. Um, <laughs> and if you want, and if you want me to read it, really, because uh, this is really important. If you want me to read it, make sure in the subject line you include advice somewhere in there. Um, the segment that we're probably that we're gonna what we're gonna call the segment is gonna be advice from sinners. So if you want to include the whole title or you just want to include advice, 
you have to, or else like I'm not, it's just going to end up in my inbox. And if a whole bunch of shit comes, I'm not, I'm going to miss it. So like, it's like advice, we'll send it to the important start, important high priority thing. And I will look at it and I will give it to Belinda and we will answer your questions. So, yes. So this one is a Reddit device. It's an old one by Pentacular Limb One. Mm-hmm. My husband, who's 30, doesn't want to spend Christmas away from his family. Okay. Husband and I have been together for 10 years, married for nearly two. Before we were married, we spent Christmas apart. Last year, we spent Christmas with his family and mine for a new year. We didn't really talk about any arrangements for the following Christmas. It was hard for me to be away from his home for my first Christmas, but it was lovely to spend time with his family, who I love. The obvious thing to do would be to switch it around. Around this year, but husband's unwilling to spend Christmas away from his family. He's very anxious about spending as much time as possible with them as he knows moments are precious and they won't mm-hmm. always be here. I feel the same way about my family. He had proposed spending Christmas apart, which has upset me as I feel that as husband and wife, we should spend it together. Uh-huh. I always feel he should be able to make this compromise often every year. Uh-huh. There's the adding complication that to me, Christmas is a religious festival, and so my family attends an hour church service and morning. Christmas morning. Uh-huh. Husband's not religious. Very much against the idea of going to church, which I completely understand. Yes. That this all got into a rash, rather nasty argument. Stupid thing were said on either side. Over time, starting to think that maybe I'm just being ridiculous. Am I being ridiculous? Other details. We're all oriented in a big triangle. Every is every one of three hours uh-huh. drives away for everyone else. We spend far more time during the year with husband, family. Husband say we'll spend Christmases together. And we have our own family. Husband thinks spending Christmas they just us then divide the rest of the following week between the families is a silly idea. I don't know who's wrong and who's right here. We're both equally right and wrong at the same time. I'm just looking for a way to ways to peacefully move forward. Too long didn't read. Husband would rather spend Christmas apart. I want to alternate between families. How do you uh, peacefully resolve this? Um, so y'all been married for 10 years. But so you've been married for 10 well, years. Well, together for 10 years. Oh, you've been together for 10 years. But married for two. Married for two. Okay, right. so they just started going to each other's families for Christmas. Yes, and I guess before that they were separate. They were separate. And so he wants to go back to being separate. Like, he's just like, well, I can't not spend Christmas with my family. Um, so we can just have Christmas separately. Which, <clears throat> I feel... <laughs> <laughs> I have something to say. Um, That's bullshit to me. Um, Like... <laughs> I get it, like, that you want to spend time with your family, cool, but, like, why would your compromise be to then, like, instead of alternating every year, you'd be all like, oh, well, then we could just spend Christmas apart. Like, Christmas is a time for you to spend together with your loved ones, and she wants you to, she wants to be there either with your family or you with her family, so that y'all can have a nice Christmas and be in love. And you have decided that you, instead of going to her house or coming up with another plan, like, I don't know, maybe y'all spend Christmas Eve with her family and then you spend Christmas Day with your family. I don't know. Like, you just come up with something else. You're like, let's just spend Christmas apart. Like, that that doesn't make sense to me. It seems like he just doesn't want, from my point of view, he just doesn't want to make the concession. Yeah. Um, Which is bullshit. Um, And you need to stop it. So yeah, um, because this is a sticky situation. Because I'm thinking of, because I'm guessing, was he always upfront that he's not religious and he doesn't probably doesn't want to go to church, right? Because I'm thinking, 
Um, especially as husband and wife, you guys should always come as a pair, especially with families, right. uh-huh. and they're like three hours away. I'm thinking probably could you just do like Christmas Eve at her family and then Christmas Eve? Yeah, that's theirs. what I'm saying. Like you just go to one house for Christmas Eve, you go to another house for Christmas Day. And they're like a triangle three hours apart. That's right. what I'm thinking it's about. A, it's an equidistant, so I don't really understand. An equilateral triangle. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand like why your solution is oh, we'll just go our separate ways for Christmas? Like, that's, that, no. Just, you, you just don't. It just seems to me like he doesn't want to make the concession. So, would, so I would, my advice to you would just to be all, like, to bring it up to him. Well, I don't know if they've already answered this question. Yeah. But my advice to anyone who's facing this, <laughs> like, would just be like, okay, well, can we do this? Like, can I spend, can we spend... Christmas Eve with my family and the Christmas Day with your family or right. vice versa. And then we alternate every year or something like that's like we spend time with both families since you like you want you want to spend time with your family. And I want to spend time with mine. Yeah. One person says Shelf Life Inc. Say, Honestly, your husband sounds incredibly stubborn. <laughs> He's unwilling to spend a single Christmas away from his family, even though you see them more often than you do your own. Mm-hmm. And he's unwilling to attend your family church or a church service once a year won't kill him. Mm-hmm. That's what sounds like he's shooting down all your suggestions of compromise. Is he this stubborn in other areas of your life? I think the best friend would either you alternate the years or you spend Christmas Eve plus Christmas morning with your family and Christmas Day at his. You're married now. Being married means you're part of a unit when it comes to family-based events. Be willing to make sacrifice, be willing to compromise. If your husband isn't interested in compromise, why does he get married? Why did he get married? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Marriage is all about compromise. Like, yeah. And then, I think it's weird to me, too, that you've been together for 10 years right. and you've only just started like going to each other's houses for Christmas I mean because this is hard like I know that like with some couples like like you don't like you don't because if you're not married like I guess they feel like if they're not in like a marriage situation they don't have to go to the other person's house for Christmas I guess but I feel like uh, you like do you not spend holidays with them at all? Like you yeah. never discuss this ever. Like in the ten years that you've been together. Yeah, and the thing she also mentions here is that she spent most of the time with his family throughout the year. I'm thinking right. probably one hour church may not kill you. Yeah. So I'm thinking probably Christmas at her house. Probably I mean, come on. I'm thinking you spend majority of the time at his house. Probably spend it at her house. I'm thinking probably just do Christmas Eve at their house because I know. Holidays are very important, right. but then also it depends how much time you spend. Because you know every moment's precious, but you spend a lot of time because you have to consider: okay, you're married to her family as well, right? Like it's not just I'm married to you and your family. It's not just about you. Like it's also about my family, and they want to see me too. Yeah. Like so, you like if you can't come to an uh, an agreement like to alternate every year about Christmas, then it sounds like she's spending every major holiday with your family anyway. So why can't it be? Oh, I spend um, Easter at your family and then you come for Christmas for my family or like in like you just alternate that way. Like it just you just sounds to me like he's like, oh, it's my way. It's my way. It's my way. And your way can go and down down the shitter. You're waking good. Yeah. So I'm not sure what's his religion because I'm guessing he's probably not big on um, because I'm guessing she's very religious and he's not religious at all. Right. So I'm not sure if probably religion will come in. I can't even help but probably insinuate maybe about kids. Right. But I'm guessing probably see that's really that anti-church. They probably you won't say, okay, I can just do it for you. 
Unless right. resentment would probably come in, because I'm thinking one hour of your time probably would kill you. Yeah, one hour, like the, you just be a CEO, like my, <laughs> like my, like my Catholic Church calls it, a, a Christmas and Easter only, yeah. like attendee. Like it's not, it's just an hour. You don't have to get up to take the host. You don't have to sing any of the songs. You just sit there and you like, you can people watch. Yeah, church is so watch. interesting. Jesus, people watch, watch the little kids. Yeah, and Christmas pageant. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like my answer to this would just be all like, uh, your husband needs to get his uh, head out of his ass and start compromising. Because it sounds like from what you're saying, now we have no idea what his side of the story is or right. what the truth is. But from what you're saying, he sounds like a dick. And he needs to just, <laughs> he needs to like get from out from under his family. What is he? That's what my mama calls a titty baby. Okay. So you need to get out from under your family. All right. Cool. Great. Do you have anything else? Another question. We can have... One more question. We'll probably go over though. But okay. we can have one more. Let's see, because it's not what? much Reddit one for the holidays. Really? Let's see. I don't want to spend Christmas Day with my boyfriend. What? Damn it, it's deleted. No. Let's see. Do they have gift stories? Equity for Christmas presents. Etiquette for, for Christmas presents. Oh, let me see. Oh, wait. Let's let's, okay. let's do a short version of it. Okay, let's see. Um, so do I get my ex a generic gift? Do I tell my boyfriend that I received a present for my ex-boyfriend? Is it common to continue changing presents like this among exes? Or ex got me a present and I'm not sure how to respond. Okay, so no. <laughs> well, I guess we didn't read her whole background. So let me just skim this thing. She dated for two, her and her ex dated for two years, broke up a year ago. And her new boyfriend and she had been dating for three months now. Um, let's see. And the other person, her ex and her the new girlfriend had been dating for six months. Um, so they broke off on good terms. It was mostly just distance. And they started living in the same town. They're friendly. Um, they meet up for coffee. Um, they have like like chat. Your boyfriend is cool with you just having coffee and having chat. Sorry, that was let's <laughs> rant. But like, man, are weirdly possessed. So I'm surprised that her new boyfriend is just like, oh yeah, you can go have coffee with your ex. Like, um, uh, let's see. The only gift giving occasion has been birthdays, and you didn't get. She didn't give him anything. Um, let's see. He said he saw something that he thought she'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, but she didn't get him anything. And he was like, that's okay. Um, let's see. Here's a small thing. She said she doesn't know what to get him. And she's only in the habit of exchanging presents with her closest friend and partner. Um, and obviously how will her boyfriend feel about it? Oh my God. Um, he does not like it. I thought so. Obviously. Obviously. The, um, he's seen someone else. She's like, why don't you like it? He's seen someone else. Um, but it's, but you've been in a relationship with him for like two damn years. So, um, he was like, oh, he thought she still had feelings for him. She's like, no, and I'm not doing anything dishonest. Um, but I don't know how to respond to receiving a present. Okay. Let me, let me break down for you, girl. Um, (laughs) listen, uh, if you're uncomfortable with your ex giving you presents, just don't accept the damn present. Like, just be all like, um, cool. But, uh, I didn't get you anything. One and two, I don't want to get you anything. (laughs) So like, I don't want your present, but if y'all are still friends, I guess you could say that in the nicest way possible. Um, but, uh, 
Oh, sorry. I was looking at the at the counter. We're, we're counting down. It's okay. We'll edit it in. But um, just like I would just say, like, don't accept the damn present. Yeah, it's really awkward, especially yeah. I'm guessing. Even if you are good friends with your exes, I guess it's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially something small, because I'm guessing it says it's probably be something small like a book or a journal. But right. Yeah, I'm thinking especially that's cool. You're good friends with your ex, but it just kind of gets a bit awkward and mm -hmm. blurring the lines. Yeah, signs can get kind of stupid because I'm guessing both of them are in relationships. Both uh -huh. of them moved on. Right. I probably wouldn't just give a present at all to exes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not a good idea. Um, yeah, and your boyfriend doesn't like it, so gotta respect the boyfriend, the current one, because it's rude if you don't. Anyway, um, so we're just going to do the end now. Yeah, so I'm guessing shout outs to all of our new listeners, old listeners, or people who accidentally listen to us. It's really great. So yeah. we're just trying to get off our ground. Sorry, we're not organized. We're not organized at all, but oh, we're going to get it, guys. We're going we're gonna to get it. Um, uh, shout out. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Get out there and buy your presents. Okay, listen. I mean, it's only... Well, today's the 13th, but the time this comes out, there'll be even less days till Christmas. But right now, there's only 12 days till Christmas. So I need y'all to go get your presents. Get your shit in order. Yes. Um, get your presents. Probably last minute gift cards are always a nice save. But um, probably get on it. Or if you guys don't celebrate Christmas, like if you're Jewish or Muslim or non-denominational. Or you're black. <laughs> and you're so like Kwanzaa. <laughs> or just don't have anything, probably just go out and just enjoy it. I mean, after December 26th, probably like free shit. So yeah, get man. all that holiday candy yes. and food. So, happy, well, happy holidays to everyone. It's way easier than to say Merry Christmas. Yes. Happy, happy holidays. Happy Yule. Happy Festival of the Lights. Yes, there's so many holidays. So just happy holidays to all of y'all. Um, shout out to the fam. Yes. Shout out to our family. We love y'all. And Library, a wonderful source in America. Yes, Library, thank you for being open this late. Um, I wish I were open on Sundays, but better can be choosers. Um, <laughs> and um, again, like send all your questions to allconfrontation at gmail.com. I will read them. Put advice in the subject so that I will actually read it. And um, that's about it. There's nothing... There's nothing special going on. We're just, we're living our lives. Make sure to live your lives, friends, and please confront your problems. Your problems yes. and your uh, your blessings every day. Right. Problems. Be proud to be millennials and yes. not millennials. Hopefully we'll get you to more understanding of us millennials. Yes, right. All right. Well, it's been a great, it's been a great time, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.